Hey, I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And we're the Leftovers. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I did not agree to that. Hey, Chris. Hey, Mark. <laughs> What's happening? You're way too chippy. How we doing today? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I can tell by the way you're a little too chippy right now. <laughs> what you got for us to talk about today? Well, it's funny you should ask. Not really funny, but... Let's say I ask every week. Funny. Not funny. So. I'm going to have to get you off the energy drinks. Goodness. <laughs> trust, Chris. It's about trust. Trust and obey. Who do you trust? There's a good question. What is trust? You ever ask yourself that question? I've thought about that quite a bit. What is trust? Um... It's a really good question. It is. That's hey. That's why they hired me. And when I say they, I mean we. And by we and hired, I mean it's free. And okay, trust, Chris. What? <laughs> what is trust? Putting your. Uh, well, I have a uh, I've, I've, definition. If you want to read it. You can read, you can it. read it. It's written. I have in your, three different just ones. Read it in your handwriting. It's printed. Anyone could read this. Uh, not me. One of the ones that I liked: assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something. Or another one: one in which, one in which, which, winch, winch. <laughs> One in which confidence is placed. I like that one the best. Did you say confidence or competence? Confidence. Or the F? See, that's why I need you to read it to me again, because I thought you said competence. Confidence. Competence would work as well, I guess. No, it wouldn't. Yes, it would. It's different. Continue. What's the the last Yeah, it's different, but same. Uh, The... Degree to which each party feels they can depend on the other. There's a good one. Depend on the other. But I would think that would be dependency, not you really would. trust. You can think, but you have to know. You have to trust and obey. You should. For there's no other way. But right, to be. So, Chris, when you think about trust, trusting people, trusting, do you, I asked a guy this morning, I had a feeling that this is what today's episode was going to speak about for some reason. I don't know. Maybe because you told me that's what it was going to be about. Uh, Or actually, you sent me a text and said, what about this? Hey, let's roll with it. Actually, so, you didn't text that back to me. You said it to it me. It was in person. Yeah. yeah. That was a day and a half after I sent you the text. <laughs> I thought it was a given. Hey, we're, we're rolling with it. It's not a given. So I asked a, a guy, a guy this morning, what's some things you trust in? We're going to get to the human side of it. But in your text, it said people or things. So I think we trust that tomorrow morning when we get up, we're going to see the sun. We trust that's going to happen. I know it could be behind clouds, but generally speaking. we If it's behind clouds, we trust that it's there. Yes, we do. We trust it's there. Right? Yes. That's kind of like the saying, if a tree falls in the forest, doesn't make a noise. Yes. We would trust that it, with the way God made the earth, that yes, it would still make a noise. I just go straight up, yes, it makes a noise. But if you're not there, you'll never know. Nope. So how, well, I'll talk a little bit more. When you get ready to go to sleep tonight. Okay. You trust that where you went to sleep last night will be in the same place tonight. Not just myself, but that my family will also still be there. They're going to be there um, Thursday night. You might watch a football game tonight, maybe. 
You're going to trust that it's going to be on? You know, there's things that we trust that's going to stay the way it is. And where does that trust come from? Have we learned how to trust over our years? Or is it something just implanted in us that we automatically trust these things? I think certain things are ingrained in us at a very young age. So it's learned or it's already there? Some of it is learned, if not all of it, because uh, it's like growing up, you are told to trust that. I'm still growing up, by the way. When you go over a bridge, you trust that it's going to be able to hold up your car. Boy, if you don't. Um, When I was young, I hated going over bridges. I didn't trust. (laughs) Well, when you're sharing the road with somebody, you're trusting that they're paying attention. You're driving down the road, a two-lane country road, and you're each going the opposite direction. Do you ever get it in your mind? What if that car decides to come over here? Yes. (laughs) That's that's not a good feeling. Makes you want to pull over. You've got to fly across country. You're trusting that these people, one, know what they're doing, two, that they've checked everything or somebody has checked everything to make sure that the plane is working correctly. Yep. You're in this aluminum can with floppy wings. (laughs) You're hoping and trusting. I mean, we put... Hope and trust. We put our trust in things every day. We do. I think it's harder, though, to put your trust in people, though. Well, that's that's going to be the majority of their conversation. Yeah. People. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a good thing, though. Is it trust in things? No. People. That it's so hard to trust people. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I've got an idea about that. I hadn't shared it with you. No. Hoping to get it recorded and get your reaction on it. But I can just, I, just thinking about myself, There, I trust very few people. Do you trust yourself? Not half the time. There's, therein lies. Well, you just took half the show <laughs> right off my paper. <laughs> but what? But what I'm getting at though is, you, so you, g- generally I, speaking, I'm, you do not trust others. Generally, no. But half the time, you trust yourself. I guess you could say that. Okay. I'm just. I'm writing this down. <laughs> I. I've found it hard my whole life to trust people just because of what I've seen. And I, I can remember ambulance. I can remember as a kid listening to my grandparents and watching shows where people talking about, oh, they never locked their front door because they could trust the people or they would. They'd leave their house all day, have their windows wide open, because you know everybody in town. You trust everybody in town. We're now to the point where I don't trust the other dad or quote unquote dad that's on the other side of the of the playground. I don't trust that he's not a person that's going to try to harm my child. So I have to keep an eye on my child at all times. It's hard. This is sad, but it's hard enough for me to let my child go to class on Sunday morning at church mm-hmm. because there's so many crazy people out there. Is it really? Are there? Are there really? Better question. Are there really that many crazy people, or is that what we've been ingrained to believe? Yes, there are that many crazy people. Yes. Okay, what 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 I'm going at is is through television and oh. media. No. Oh. I'm well, what I'm saying is like a TV show like Law and Order or movies, but then bull. again bull or there again just listening to what the news pushes out there mm-hmm. is usually all the dark side of the mm-hmm. world. And so small percentage, it, it, it makes it look and seem like the stuff is more prevalent than it already is. But then again, also, what is the gain in scaring people? You, You know, I don't, I don't live that way or desire to live that way, but what is the gain in scaring 
people. Control. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see that. You scare, I mean, that's. Scare them into, yeah, whatever you want. Well, I mean, during the, I guess for all times, but the earliest thing I can think of, uh, well, the the thing I can think of right now is the Cold War. People were terrified with mm-hmm. Russia putting satellites up in space, thinking it's it could be a nuclear bomb, mm-hmm. or uh, World War Two, uh, because Japan attacked us through people being scared. They put so many Asian people into concentration camps, basically, but mm-hmm. not as I wouldn't say it would was as bad as the other ones. Well, Chris, how can you truly trust someone? Like, truly trust them? I'm glad you asked. Well, I was gonna, or I, I think I asked. You asked, and I was going to give an answer, <laughs> but you were going to continue, so I'll let you continue. Well, I, I'm going to say these like I have... I have some ways you can truly trust someone. One is to be open and willing to work on said relationship. But how can you trust that someone's being open? Well, that's the thing. You have to do what you have to do. Correct. And as far as you being open and willing to work on said relationship, friendship, Marriage, uh, kids and their father, in our cases. Parental. Um, parental. That's a better one. You could, you know, if you want to use the big words, that's fine. You can use them. <laughs> but to be willing, like if you realize um, maybe you got on your daughter and, you, and it was unwarranted, you was just in an ill mood. And she's like, you made me sad, Dad, you know. To, for you to be a grown-up and be like, you know what? It was my fault. I'll try not let that happen again. She will appreciate that. And she will grow in trusting you instead of every time you do wrong, you just you never own it. You're like, ah, I'm right, you're wrong. That trust level is going to lower for her. Yeah, and I've I've thought about that too. And I'm start, I'm, tr- I'm working on it now. So that as she gets older, she can realize that I, if I am outright wrong and I know it, I will apologize to yeah. her. Because that, I, I, that is just a really good trait to have. Because I, I do all that. The way around. She doesn't really understand it right now. Oh, she knows more than you think, but subconsciously she's learning that. Yes. Yeah. So that's one way, and then uh, cre- create. New and positive experiences. We're talking about how can you truly trust someone? And with this, create new and positive. Positive is a necessity in trusting someone. Because until I did a little, res- little research, I didn't understand. It didn't uh, stick in my m- in 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 my mind the way i thought it would but when someone is negative 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 towards you they don't have to be lying to you but because of their actions you almost um, uh, instantly think ah, are they trustworthy i mean in your mind well you can trust that they're going to be negative negative and people want to steer away from that Oh, yeah. You want to steer away from that. So, in a relationship, friendship, like I said, all across the board, you want to try to, it's not going to happen all the time, but for the most part, you want to give people positive new experiences. Now, new for me is very difficult. I'm sure for a lot of people it is. I like things the same. Well, I think that's just the way our brains work. <laughs> They're you, lazy. That's we right. have lazy brains, and lazy we, want brain. to, we find something that works for us, and we want to keep going. With Stay it. with it. Yeah, that's why it's so we don't hard to fail. Well, not only that, we, win. <laughs> we don't want to have. We don't want to take the chance at um, failing. 
I was going to say it like with food, getting something we don't like. Oh, yeah. Or going <laughs> on, say, a mission trip to a place you've never been before. Yep. yep. I almost, almost came really close to going to Africa one time on, on a mission trip. And I talked myself plumb out of it because I am, I'm serious. I am, everything's the same as, you know, as, as I can hold it together. But yeah, talk myself right out of that deal. Well, I mean, I can, I can still, I can somewhat remember the first time I went to Honduras Mm -hmm. with my parents and how nervous I was. Mm -hmm. I was a nervous wreck. And I mean, I was 10 years old. My first time going to Honduras, I can still remember, like, I'm going to a third world country. Mm-hmm. Yep. But luckily, at, at that point, I had a lot of people going, but the two most, the two people that I trusted the most and my parents were both going with me. Yeah, that, that really helps out. Really. Uh, talk to one another. That's another way to truly trust someone like what you and i are doing at this moment well i don't i don't know that i trust you just yet we're working on it (laughs) i thought we trusted each other (laughs) and we joke uh but talking you know when you talk to someone and maybe you're holding back you're not saying everything of usually you will get the truth out there yes whether you mean to or not it's going to come out of you the truth will set it free. Yes, whether you want it to or not. Um, another one, find ways to connect. That kind of goes with uh, talking to one another. Say what you mean. Mean what you say. Lying in a conversation, in a relationship, is not going to cause someone to trust you. They're going to go the other direction. <laughs> or, I mean... <laughs> Not even like outright lying, but being sarcastic a whole lot. Yeah, which I guess sort of is. I'm guilty of that. Oh, I yeah, I know. <laughs> and I don't know that maybe sometimes people I'm being uh, sarcastic with understands what I'm doing. So I don't. I don't think it's a lie, but maybe I don't know. Well, I'm not saying that it's a lie, but I I'm think saying- you called me a liar, Chris. I'm just saying. Just saying. That's, what that's where saying, we're at right now. What I'm saying is you, you're so sarcastic. Not you, but you can. You've hurt my feelings again, Chris. I'm not Chris. trying to put you into it. That's why You I'm, just did it again. All right. So what I'm trying to say is, is if yeah, all uh, right. a person is so sarcastic, it's, it's like the, the person that's always being negative or always being positive that you're always sarcastic so it's like can they really trust that you mean what you mean or are you being sarcastic right now just like the mm, negative yeah, person yeah yeah or, or well, then, but i think it's different a person is always negative you're not gonna say well they're just pretending to be negative maybe they're really positive because you're thinking that person's miserable I don't want to be around them. That's, you know. But but when I'm like, they could be negative in what they, what they feel or what they say, they can be negative. But. Um, Probably just to cover up anyway. Yeah. Okay. I lost my train of thought in the middle. Of, <laughs> yes. Because I was ta- Good. I was hey, talking Chris, to myself. Look, squirrel. Well, I was talking to myself out of it, out of what I was saying in my own head. You were talking about was, me in your head, weren't you? <laughs> weird thing about me is i talk to myself in my head it's awesome everybody does it some Actually, admit not it everybody some admit it some don't um another way chris is to follow through on commitments when you tell someone you're going to do something you better do it you you need to sure circumstances come up and you can't but for the most part if you say hey chris i'm gonna get you an energy drink on friday i need to do it or Thursday. But I'm not going to. <laughs> but I appreciate the one today. Uh, consistency. Consistency. Stay consistent. Not a problem for me. <laughs> consistency is something I enjoy. 
Though, though for you, it's OCD. It's not just consistency. It's consistency. It's consistently OCD. <laughs> hey, tomato, tomato. No, that's tomato, tomato, cucumber. Oh. <laughs> no comment about that. Is trust a choice or is trust a feeling? Choice or feeling? Trust is a choice. You have to tr- you have to choose to trust somebody. You can't. I mean, you can't just feel like I trust this person because if you're saying I just I f- I have that feeling like I can trust you, you're not really trusting that person. You're taking a hunch. Is love a choice or a feeling? I think love is a choice. I do too. Who so everything you love, I, everything you love. I wrote here is crap. <laughs> what you wrote down right there was a choice that you decided to write it well, down. Well, what you just said, though, makes way more sense than what I wrote down. Yeah, Trust which is why we feeling talk. or a choice. Trust is a feeling of confidence and security in someone or thing. I agree with that. But that. Sort of, but I mean, you have. If you have a feeling that you can trust somebody, you're not actually trusting. No, but you need the feeling in order to not be able to trust them. If you had a feeling I can't trust that person, you're gonna have you're gonna have to hop over a hurdle before you can actually trust that person. You have to have the initial feeling that well, I can trust that person. Not necessarily because yes. Necessarily. If you let me speak. Let me talk. It's like the people that teach my children class on Sunday morning. It's hard for me to trust them, but I am putting my trust into them. Even though I don't feel like I can, I don't have that feeling that I can trust them just because I'm a paranoid person. You but, don't feel like you can trust them, yet you trust them. But I have been I'm trying to. I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. Anyway, just me and you. Go ahead. I have been. I won't say conditioned. I've been. You could say con- conditioned. No, we've all been conditioned. We've all been conditioned for something, yeah. but I'm just say it. I don't know how to. That's my problem. Conditioned. It's not conditioned. Don't worry about everybody because else. Con- no, I'm. In all honesty, you are. the word conditioned is not the one I want to use. Okay. And I don't know the word that I want to use. Light bulb. Use the word light bulb. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Because it doesn't portray what I want. I've been light bulbed into thinking what? That I've been, I guess you can say convinced to believe that these people that I leave my children with are going to, one, take care of them, take responsibility for them while I am not there. In my and they're doing this in my absence. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm having to trust that they're not going to do something to my child. That mm-hmm. so there is in the act that I am putting trust in them, mm-hmm. not the not the feeling of trust, but the action of trust. You see what I mean? Have you ever? Saw me speechless. Surprisingly not. <laughs> so I know you have got something to say. Well, I, I trust that you have something to say to that. I, I, yeah. Do you trust the oncoming car on the said country road that you're driving on? I can say I have. I have. I have to have some form of trust in them. You have to trust that they are going to do the right thing and stay in their lane and not be on their phone and texting. Or and accidents happen. I correct. Mean, 
unbeknownst to the uh, electric pole that a person could run into, the electric pole was trusting that the car would stay on the road, and it didn't. We we can put trust in things, but it doesn't mean that we can't. Uh, Did you get me talking about you running into the pole? Shut up. That was no. That was all on you. That I didn't bring any of that up. Uh, and the telephone pole didn't get in my way. The idiot in the truck backing up into the middle of the mm-hmm. road made me get where the pole was. Because in front of you're me. so nice, you didn't want to ruin his car and his day, so you just took it out on the pole. It's okay. I wasn't trying to hit the pole. I just no, was there. It's all good. Um. What was I saying? You got me off topic now. Well, here's uh, a new one. Emotions tied to trust are happiness and gratitude. Emotions with positive connected to them increase trust. So a happy person, a positive person, I'm guessing, would be easier to trust. Yes, because if, if they give you a... If they can give you a happier feeling or a more upbeat feeling to them, you are more likely to trust. That's why salespeople are usually so nice to you. Well, because they try to get you, they try to be so nice that they try to get you to buy what they're selling you, even though what they're trying to do is screw you over. Well, yes, I'm taking everything you have on your paper. No, no, no. Just recently, I didn't know this was going to come up today. Just recently, people that are fake salespeople in general or sales just people, regular people salespeople influencers uh have really come across my in in my mind and see that they're not real that's not really you no and it just really i mean we're talking about trust when i see somebody like that i just instantly i'm not trusting them <laughs> They're lying to themselves. I know they're a lie to me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you get on YouTube and you see all these, or not just YouTube, but YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Fake. 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 They're, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're trying to sell. I mean, a bunch of these people are trying to sell you mm-hmm. on these products that either or, they are advertising or it's their own stuff that they're mm-hmm. trying to promote to get money for. Mm-hmm. And they're they're going to try to find the best way, which is usually being more upbeat, be acting more friendly to the camera, yep. to get people to. And granted, that suckers me in every time. A nice person smiling, happy, you know, great time for everybody over here. Yet I find myself looking and saying, "That's so. That's all fake. Yep. They're not happy." miserable <laughs> well not they're not necessarily miserable just, but they're just, just not saying that's not them it's not them at all yeah and, and i it, wonder when the lights are off you know not literally but uh when the ring lights on and you know everybody's happy and everything's good and then when that goes off who are you after that i mean there are certain i guess you could call them influencers that are they're not really fake, but they're they're less fake than others. Like they'll they'll show you more of who their actual personality is, and they they will be more upbeat, but they are still giving you the true person of who they are. Mm. So why do people have trust issues, Chris? Trust issues trust issues is because people well to be completely honest it is where people have thought that they can put their trust in somebody and then they fail them yep but what could i mean what it could also be is is selfishness in some form because it's like you're needing somebody to help you move, so you put your trust that they're going to come and help you move, but then, say, their grandparent dies mm-hmm. or something like that. You put your trust that they were going to be there, 
Yep. And then something came up, but you're so selfish that you're more important than mm. the person's family member. Yep. And so then you lose trust in them. Mm-hmm. I don't now. Can you get the trust? Can you renew that trust? Does it ever get to the same point that it once was? No, absolutely not to the same point. It, it can, can get, get close, close, but it's but not it'll never get, get to that point. Yeah, because you've already messed up. Yeah, even if it was your fault. Yes, it can never return to where it was. Mm. Interesting. No, well, for so, a human being. Huh? What are we talking about here? Dogs, cats? <laughs> no, I'm saying in your relationship with God. Yeah. Oh, okay. We're, we're, I'm adding a little religion. That's <laughs> okay. My mind was told. I thought, my dog trusts me now. <laughs> I believe. God knows that we're flawed characters. Yes. And he will always allow us to come back. Yep. He knows we'll mess so up. So that relationship will always return. Yes, but, but the, between between humans, no. Human and, yeah, not cats and dogs, but humans. I mean, dogs, I, you can screw them over all the time and but they'll I still wonder, come back to you. What's going on up there? They're probably thinking, yeah, you do that to me once, but next time. Oh, yeah. you have a treat, 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 <laughs> what? Squirrel. <laughs> I had wrote down, uh, usually people with a past of, negative say either upbringing or just who they are who who, the, who they've stayed around majority of their life causing them to instantly not trust someone so upbringing you know if you were if you were raised in a household of untrust then chances are when you start to school and um outings and you're around other people other than your immediate family that taught you negative from the beginning um that could skew your way of looking at people when you first meet them you're just untrusting of everyone until they earn your trust and i think a lot of people are in that category like instantly, I'm not trusting you until you show me a reason I can trust you. Well, there are also the times like where you might have grown up in a very trusting family and then you start going to school and you start, you befriend people and you're trusting these people that they're your friends and they're nice to you and then you find out that they don't really like you they're talking to you talking about you behind their back they're trying to get away from you at all times yes i'm talking about why i can't trust you no no here's the thing about that you're trusting just the scenario you talked about you're sub, you're expecting to trust these new people like the trusting going on in your household that can't happen cuz these people got you in this world they wiped your rear end they showed you how to walk although you were going to learn that eventually not they, necessarily <laughs> they helped you to do things no one else is ever going to get credit for that's them and you trust them in a way you can't trust anyone else but they so but they, they what, what i'm saying is they're teaching you they're teaching you that you should trust others. Yes, but you can't. Subconsciously, impossible to trust someone else like your mother. Impossible. No, but you, but you can trust other people, and yes. you expect them to be trustworthy. But those same people, are they're going through the same things. And maybe they're raised in a rougher situation, untrusting situation. And so when you go out in the world, into school and all, like you said, and all of a sudden you're trusting this person or group of people, like you were you were shown how to trust, and now all of a sudden that's not right. Did mom and dad lie? Have I learned uh, my brothers and sisters' trust is wrong? What's happening? 
So these are lessons that you have to learn. And the thing we talked about earlier, communication, talking, when you get back home, if you can share that with a family member, somebody that you really trust, and be like, look, this group hates me. They, they don't accept me for who I am like you guys do. If you could have that kind of communication when you get home from that situation, man, would that not help out? I'm teaching you these things for your kids' sake. <laughs> but would that not help out tremendously? But just about impossible to come home as an eight-year-old and say, Dad, JoJo over there does not like me. And I like I like it. He's a nice guy. We we play at recess together. We played some kickball, and uh, he's talking about me behind my back. Now, the eight year old is going to instantly think I'm a tattletale. I'm talking about people. That's this. I was raised not to do that, and here I am. I'm doing it. So you know, it's a rough deal. I mean, you can take that from eight year olds and take it to. How old are some of these people that we work with? Old. The, er. I mean, they're, it's, it's just the same. Older. I mean, you're, get, you're getting 50, 60 year old people acting like eight year olds. True. And and that's always going to be the big yeah. the case. Um, I'm sure there's times I act like an eight year old. I hope I do. Hope I can yeah, always do. be an eight year old at some point. But for the most part, as far as trusting folks, which that is what we're talking about, <laughs> that um, I believe the majority of us people would instantly, when, when you meet somebody the first time, I don't think the first thing goes through your head is, do I trust that person or not? You probably think, no, nah, their eyes are blue or their hair is long or Whatever the thing is, you start looking at the first time you meet somebody. No, it's not the first thing. But, but then it's on down the list, you think, can I trust that person? And I think instantly we're like, no, I'm not trusting. We're at ground zero. But there you go. Now, if you want to build it, we'll build it. The first question you ask isn't, do I? The first question isn't, do I trust this person? The question is, can I? It's that's the question you have to ask before. Do I? What about will I? Or even will I trust this person? Will I ever? Be I don't able think to trust you can person? answer that though until you live it. But but what I'm saying is though is you you got you actually have to ask these questions before you either can or cannot trust somebody. But you also you also have to have experiences as well. To be able to trust. You'll always have experience. Yeah, but that's going to cause you to trust or not. Those experiences. Yes. Good experiences, more trust. Horrible experiences, less trust. Correct. Thank you, Chris. I know I don't tell you that. <laughs> There's a reason. Uh, possible origins of trust issues are low self-esteem, Past betrayals, uh, mental health disorders, adverse childhood experiences, or traumatic events. All of those things could cause you to have trust issues. And I'm going to imagine most people could recall a traumatic uh, childhood experience that caused them to possibly trust less, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, if you had an issue with a maybe a school teacher, I had a group of school teachers that like to talk about people behind their backs. <laughs> teachers are people too, right? Supposedly. People are teachers too. People are teachers too. Teacher or people too. Okay. Time <laughs> he turned around. And so, learning that, you know, I always, I mean, I knew teachers are human beings. They make mistakes, but they're leaders. They're, you know, 
um, heads of the school, and you think they don't talk about kids. Yes, they do. And when you find that out, you you trust them less, and you think, "Wow, they're just like me." <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> You don't put them up, you know. You put these people on a pedestal, yeah. and then you realize that they're just human and like you're you. the one going to knock them off. You put them there, you knock them off. I mean, sort that's of, kind of sort of sad in a way. And yeah. I mean, we put we uh, I hate saying this, but we put politicians up on a pedestal, and police officers, police officers, uh, firefighters, doctors. We put all these people on pedestals. Mm-hmm. But they're people too. They they're make, people. They make yeah. mistakes. There's good ones. There's bad ones. But we have to trust that we have that. There's more good than bad, and that's sad yeah. that we have to trust that. But. Uh, let me ask you a question. All right. Do you trust, in general, do you trust police officers? Not nearly as much as I used to. Because you were younger, and now that you're older, you've went through more experiences. Yes. And you've seen things that I've would seen, cause you to yes, I've yes. seen more incidences. I've uh, I've had more experiences. I've you've run into more poles. No, but I've had other issues. I mean, you've <laughs> never letting that lie. <laughs> so. Police trust from society and to society. So if a police officer has been in a situation time and time and time again, they kind of, in their minds, they know the next step. If they, if they roll up on a car and it smells like alcohol or weed, marijuana, and they usually know... <laughs> What what is in line next? The person's gonna say, "Oh no, no, I don't, I don't smoke weed. Not, not here." You're like, "Well, sir, your vehicle smells like marijuana." Oh no, wasn't me. And so, if they see this day after day after week after week, and they roll up on a car one day, and same scenario, it smells like alcohol, like you said weed or whatever else smells <laughs> fill in the blank i know something else that smells all right <laughs> and they know what the operator of the vehicle is going to say and so they are probably untrusting of the operator of the vehicle because they're lying they're just flat lying and so the other way around, people that have to encounter the law on a high percentage, and they know that the police officer's instantly going to be in an ill mood when they pull them over and have witnessed this time and time and time again. And so they may be untrusting of the police officer on their side. So when you get those two things together, Hopefully your car doesn't smell like weed or alcohol. But when you get the untrusting and the untrusting together in that kind of situation, ah, that could turn out rough. Yeah, and I, I think that's the bigger thing that's happening now is you have the untrusting going against the other group of untrusting and people aren't willing to back down from authority anymore there yeah we're always taught to stand up yeah and it's just like there's times where you go along to get along mm-hmm. yeah there are times where you you fight back yes and what are those times okay well we'll use the example we have somebody that uh they get pulled over mm-hmm. you know what i'm, I'm not going to play games you have a don't play games, Chris. Don't play games you, with my feelings. You have a you have a black person that gets pulled over by the police, okay. which might be a regular occurrence to them. They're mm-hmm. not very trusting of the police because of all the things that have happened, mm-hmm. and the cop is very untrusting. 
Mm-hmm. And okay. And so are they untrusting in this situation because of their color or because of the situation? It may be both. Okay. But I mean, uh, what I'm getting at is though, is the, per- the black person that's in the car getting pulled over by the police officer. Does it do them any good to get all up in arms and cause a scene in front of the officer? No. It, if the off, the zero off, times. The helps. officer is going to be unruly mm-hmm. or uh, he's so untrusting that he still, be, even though he doesn't have any probable cause or mm-hmm. whatever, he's still going to take you in mm-hmm. because he's untrusting that you're telling the truth. I think I've seen enough of the videos to say resisting, that's going to be what they say. You know, if yeah. you do anything, you're it's resisting arrest. But and then you're going to get arrested for it. Yeah. And your best bet at it is to not resist, do what they ask you, and then... But how do you stay calm when you know what's fixing to go down? And you're, you're just so upset that this can't happen. I've seen it happen to my brother, my sister, my mom, my dad, and now it's me. How do you stay calm about that? Be difficult. Yeah. Oh, I'm. I'm not saying. Especially when you're home. I'm at, I am at no point saying that it is an easy thing to do. I don't. I don't know how you would get past it. I, I just. I just don't. I. I understand. Yeah. You're getting. But we can only understand from a distance. We. We don't know that. Living it, how that would feel. Like you were being every time you, might you went not out. Know like, that. Huh? So you might not know that how that feels. <laughs> Come on now. But, uh, what I, but what I'm getting at is. on yes, the cop side. On the cop side. If he has day after day after day had an issue with certain people over and over and over again. Maybe it needs another job. I'm not sure. But like a, when you get two untrusting groups together. Well, I think. It's just going to turn out bad. So. I, in my opinion, it's majority of the time when stuff like that goes down and there's people getting from both sides it getting extremely bad is when mm-hmm. one side or the other feels like they are more dominant, more important or like with, with a powerful. Cop. Yes. Like yeah. when a cop, uh, We'll say like uh, the George Floyd thing. That was more of a cop having a power trip mm-hmm. type thing. Yeah. And then you go to the, uh, uh, what was the one that was hands up, don't shoot? I can't remember what that one was, but that was all a I want to bring up Rodney King. Oh, Rodney King was a power trip. Yeah. And those officers should be in jail for that. They're not, sadly. But, you know, I mean, you've talked about this before. I believe the majority of Americans, that's who we are, that's who we talk about. Um, the majority of Americans believe the way we do. Common sense. Well, we'll get. Do I mention it now? Common sense is just that. But I don't think common sense is common. I think that's easy to say. I just don't think it's true. I do think it's true. Well, that's okay. You can think because we are in. But is your common sense, my common sense, the same common sense? Question mark. It should be because that is the definition of common Common, sense. Because it's common. Yes. And everyone should know it. Not everybody, but it should be a common thing. Majority. Yes, and it's not. But it is. But it's not. But you hear about the smaller percentile who is weird in their thinking compared to the majority. And that's the side, the squeaky wheel. Squeaky wheel effect gets the grease. Correct. So the smaller percentile... Of weird thinkers, if you will. I'm putting up air quotes. Uh, the weird thinkers, 
that's the ones you hear for. That's the ones you hear about. This is how America really feels about this. And it's not. That's not how the majority of Americans think. I'm trying to think of a circumstance. I'm trying to think of a situation to share that, to carry that point ahead. And okay, Rodney King. Majority of Americans said that was wrong. Right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. right. So common sense is common. Uh, majority of Americans would have said, I believe, the George Floyd's George George Floyd incident was wrong. I can't say that either. I would. You would. I would. I would think the majority, not everybody, we're, 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 we will never have that. Majority of people would say wrong is wrong and right is right. Okay. Period. Okay, but that, majority. But- they would say that, but the, the, the thing about that is, though, is people's definition of wrong, wrong. and right are different. A degree, yes, but not not like completely opposites. You're no, going to have a degree but, of... But that's where, like, the George Floyd thing is you see something at the way it is, and that's mm-hmm. what you're going at it with. Yeah, that's the only one I can go by. But there again, where I listen to the majority of the trial i've Mm -hmm. seen the different camera angles Mm -hmm. i've seen the different positions of Mm -hmm. the uh knee Mm -hmm. on the neck Mm -hmm. which in many camera angles doesn't look like it was even on his neck but that's missing the whole point no yeah i'm not it's not missing missing the whole point yes the point of the matter is the man was one on illegal drugs handcuffed on the sidewalk put him in the car take him to jail period all you gotta do simple that's common sense it's not simple and it's not common sense it is simple when you have a man handcuffed and you're gonna arrest him you don't have to parade him put him in the car and take him downtown all you gotta do all you gotta do all you gotta do Chris, in God we trust. In God we trust. Is it a motto? It is. It's on all of our money. Do you know when it started being on our money? No. I'm, I'm glad you asked. I can think of a time when they're going to take it <laughs> off. In the 1864. Two-cent piece. Although I spelt that wrong. Uh, Two-cent piece. It started out on our coins. And eventually made its way to the paper money. Dollar, dollar bills. And in the 1950s, made it to our stamps, which I don't know that we even use anymore. But we had it on our stamps in the 1950s. Um, Do you think we need it on our money? Do I think we need it? Mm. Yeah. I wouldn't say we need it. It's mm-hmm. a good thing to have on there. Why? Explain. 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 Explain, Explain yourself. <laughs> in God we trust. I mean, yes. we should be trusting in God. We, we should? Yes. We should trust and obey. So that's any God. You can trust any God. Your money could be your God. No. it's in God. It doesn't say which God. It says, in God we trust. Well, if you want to be technical about it, there's Mm -hmm. one God. Right. To you, to me. Yeah. But not to everybody. Yes, but everybody else calls their... God. God. Quote, unquote, no. Mm -hmm. Yep. People don't call Buddha... God. They call him Buddha. You know what a God is? Yes. Okay. A little G God, yes. any Hindu person has a what? So, in God we trust could, and it's okay because 90% of Americans in 2003 said they agreed with the saying, in God we trust. And I'm wondering if that was so close to 9-11 and World Trade Center that everybody felt a little closer to a, Supreme 
power. Yeah. So I think whether or not we have in God we trust on our license plates or our money or our foreheads or our walls or our shirts or whatever you want to stick it on, I personally believe in God I trust. And that's what that's where it matters the most is in your heart. It doesn't really matter what you have splattered all over Facebook or whatever. Yeah. You can have it all over. Oh, I trust in God and this all over Facebook and everything. And then you sit there and you're divorcing your spouse. Mm-hmm. Do you really trust in God if you're exactly. divorcing your spouse? Yes, you do. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. I wasn't talking about you. It made me feel bad. Thanks, Chris. So, yeah, that has nothing to do with your belief. (laughs) So, if we have, if we trust, like we say, and I say we, I mean me, (laughs) should we, should we, I, I used to say this. I don't think we ought to have in God, we, because we means the U.S., right? It's on our currency. It's well, our the US saying. at least used to be a Christian nation. Or did it? It was more of a Christian a little, nation. A little research. It's, you'd be surprised. But it's okay. Um, But in God, I trust. I like that more. Individually yeah. saying, I trust God. My God, the one I trust in, the one I believe in. Is the one I trust. And that to me, when I think of trust, I trust my God. Way more than I trust people. Way more than I even trust my dog. I love my dog. More than the dog. Yep, but, more than the dog. <laughs> but no, I trust my God more than I trust anybody. And I do try to trust people. I, I try. There's ones that have let me down over and over and over. And I still try to trust them. I do. But that's what makes it so hard to trust people. Yeah. Those situations will hurt it for others. Do you ever wonder why older people, and by older people, I have to mean 70, 80, 90 now. have to make them a lot older than me. (laughs) That way I can call them older or old people have trust issues. To a great degree, because they have seen so much, it's hard to trust. I wouldn't. I would. I'm not saying what they show you on the facade. I'm saying what's in their heart. Correct. But what I'm saying is, is though I think we are in a time where you can't trust people. Like I don't agree with that. Like you used to. There we again. didn't live in the used to, though. We live in the right now. But we're talking about the older people. We are. And that, yes, they've seen so much that know they're But not what's going to happen when you become an older person? I'll probably the be. The same thing? You're going to trust less because you've seen I'll more. trust less than now, yeah. but it might Just not like be. Them. What? Just like them. They trusted more in the 20s and 30s because they were younger. They hadn't seen as much. Maybe not. No, 20s. I don't think that's that necessarily the, years old. <laughs> I don't think that's necessarily the only thing either. Not necessarily. I think but, people but, yeah. might may be becoming less trustworthy now than they were in the thirties and twenties. Who who caused that? People. People. Yeah. But that's where I'm saying though. There's more of us to not trust now. Yeah. Hmm? But where I'm saying is like where I started out. And where I end up is probably fewer degrees than where they were. Like on a radius. They might have been at a... Go on a scale of 1 to twenty, one to 100 on trustworthiness. Might have started out as 80%, 80 on the scale of trusting... And then as they get there, as they go through their life, when they're in their 80s and 90s or 70s, they're at a 30 or 20. Mm-hmm. And if through I, life experiences. And if I start out 
at, say, a 50. But you already don't like people. Well, there again. You start I already, at a different spot. I already start out at a 50, and I make it down to a 20 or 30. But I, can, I could start at an 80, and I just know when I get if I get to live 70 or 80, I know that that level is going to be lower just because experiences. All right, one more, one more question. How many, as of 2023, that's this year, how many people, Americans we're talking about, how many people trust the U.S. government? I have a percentage, 1 to 100%. What do you think the percentage of Americans trust the government? The, the entirety of the government? The entirety of the government. Say about 12%. 20%. What do you think that same number looked like in 1960s? Early 60s. Say about 50%. 80% of Americans trusted their government. It was around 25% in the Richard Nixon era. And then it dropped until George Bush. Uh, George, um, not Herbert Walker. But, but George W., not w. H.W. It went to 60% in trusting the government. And then we're at a low right now. And have been on 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 the descent for a minute. Well, and, I mean that's uh, probably because we've gotten more information about all the things, yeah, all the things that our government's done, yeah. and and I, you know, we could sit here and talk about this for hours about the information we get. I think it's calculated. I think the information that we receive from the conservative side. Running down the liberals is all calculated, vice versa. I think the information the liberals get about conservatives is all calculated. It's to cause division. And division does not lend itself of trusting anyone. Um, when you hear, again, negative, negative, negative about the opposite way of the you think, then your trusting is is out the window. You're not trusting. But well, think about this. What if tonight on your conservative station you hear positive about a liberal group in Oregon has just started something, and it's out there. It's just not going to get it reported. But you hear that on your conservative station. Now, the first time you hear it, it's not going to ring. It's not going to not going to do anything. But if you receive that on a regular basis and vice versa, if on your regular um, liberal station, you hear positive about a conservative group, conservative person, and you hear that on a regular basis instead of division you're trying to show folks hey we're all the same we're the same we got other ways of looking at things for sure you and i have you have your ways i have mine but i don't think that i can't trust you but if somebody told me every day hey chris he's talking about you again you know what he said yesterday? I mean, if I heard that on a regular basis, I'd start thinking, that Chris is a scallywag. <laughs> I know exactly what you said about me. <laughs> so Scallywagging it. You know, you know, if you heard every day, hey, uh, and Mark, he said so-and-so about you. Uh, he said this about you. He said that about you. If you heard that every day, you'd start thinking a little different about me. Although if you knew it was not true, you'd still think a little different about me. I think this whole division deal in our in our country sucks. I don't like it. I don't like division for no reason. Now it's one thing if you've got a if you've got a legit reason, you know, if you've got somebody out there killing kids or killing anybody as far as that goes, you got a, a, a rampant um, rapist in your neighborhood. Yeah, I mean we're not going to be friends. I'm not trusting that guy. You know, but if somebody's saying they had Robert over there, he's a rapist. And if you hear that enough and and you trust the person you're hearing it for, that's the main thing. That's that's what the he is. person you're hearing it from. 
you trust them. And now all of a sudden, Robert is a rapist, whether he did it or not. Yep. But I mean, it. I think a lot of that stems from uh, compromising in that people don't want to compromise anymore. They want, they want, and I mean, that's part of our society now is we want what we want when we want it in that time of now. Yep. And so, I mean, it goes, that goes in our culture. It's moved to politics. I mean, you go, you want to be political about it. Uh, we used to have a lot more stuff going through the house and Senate because people would compromise. When was the last real time you had had compromise about something significant between both Republicans and Democrats? I, I can't say as little as I keep up with politics. I, I had a mental picture. I keep up with politics quite a bit, and I can't remember the last time that Republicans and Democrats agreed on something of substance. If you were standing in a line... There's eight lines across, and there's 20 people in each line. And then all of a sudden, on the end, a new window opens, and they say, no waiting in this line. Come over here. Would you go, or would you stay in the line with 20 people? Depends on, I mean, there again, it also depends on where you're at. If you're at a grocery store, fine, go. Doesn't matter. They're giving away whatever um books book line we're okay, in the book if you're line. giving away books okay go to that line if you're at the dmv you stay in the line you're in <laughs> don't get out of the line i had a reason for bringing that up and i ruined it for you <laughs> you sure did uh, uh staying in line staying uh, in line staying in line mm. uh, uh, uh. <laughs> hey listen here we are if you first if you would please share and like and listen to our podcast, we would love it. And we're our own YouTube. Um, if, if they're this far into the podcast, they're listening to our podcast. Good point. I like that. Didn't think about it that way. Maybe this is the only one you've ever listened to. We have others. They're out there. We've got a bunch of them. They're on Spotify. They're on Apple Podcasts. They are on... Um, Amazon podcasts, we are, or even rss.com podcasts. We are in many different places. You can share from whatever platform you use. And today, if you text the word trust to 615-330-3644, that's everyone except Chris. Text the word trust to that number. Give us some feedback. Tell us if you like the show. Tell us if you do not like the show. And give us an idea for future fun-sized shows. That's an inside joke, and he will get it. Hey, your phone's already going off. Hey, fun size. <laughs> oh, goodness. Hey, but yeah, 615 three six four four and text the word trust and give us some information give us some feedback a little feedback well we hope you've had a good time listening to us yes we do and we will try to do this again another time we will we will we will have a good one bye bye bye